I know you just got that camera girl and you're ready to hit the ground running marketing this boudoir business, but please take a breath. You need a portfolio before you start marketing. You can't put the cart before the horse and there's no guidebook on how to do this sort of thing. I get it. So before you quit your job to pursue your boudoir photography full time, please listen to this episode. This is a step-by-step process and with most things that are beautiful and amazing in life, it takes time. So grab a cup of matcha and grab a notebook and pen because I'm going to talk about how to create your boudoir portfolio. Attention all boudoir photographers. Are you ready for an exclusive backstage pass to the world of boudoir? Introducing my exclusive Patreon membership for boudoir photographers like you. Join my inner circle and gain access to a treasure trove of boudoir photography expertise, tips, and inspiration. Immerse yourself in a supportive community where creativity thrives and confidence is celebrated. There are three membership tiers inside of Inner Circle. The Onyx membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants exclusive extra podcast episodes. The Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants a little bit more with my done-for-you profitable pricing guide for boudoir photographers, camera basics course, behind the scenes of photo shoots, and live Q&A. The Rose Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants it all. I get it, me too. (laughs) It includes everything from the previous memberships that I mentioned prior, plus courses on Facebook marketing and five boudoir poses that generate 1K sales, plus live Q&A. Elevate your skills and in-depth tut- with in-depth tutorials that will take your boudoir photography to new heights. Click the link in the show notes to become a part of our Patreon family today. Let's get real. Being a boudoir photographer is a lifestyle. Everything that we do or feel in our business inadvertently melts into our personal lives. Hi, I'm Bethany. I'm a boudoir photography coach that helps other boudoir photographers thrive and bring clarity to their work, life, and everything in between. I share about the insane highs and crashing lows of having a boudoir photography business and in life. It's like joining your bestie for a cup of your favorite matcha almond milk latte and talking all things this boudoir photographer life has to offer. How do I create my boudoir portfolio? And how do I make all the things do? Like workflows, that sort of thing. (sighs) Girl, take a sip of that matcha and slow the F down. You're pursuing this as a creative business owner, right? Well, let me ask you this. In your other creative pursuits outside of photography, maybe you uh, make pottery, maybe you paint, something creative. How long did it take you to hone in on it? Like really, yeah, this feels good, kind of hone in on it. You know what I mean? I encourage you to not rush through this process and not think about the six figures you can make with the strategies I teach inside the Boudoir Business Roadmap and this podcast, by the way, shameless plug. I need you to get centered. Please don't quit your day job overnight just yet. See if you actually enjoy shooting this niche first. 
you may be asking yourself, why do we need a portfolio first, Bethany? <laughs> why? Why do we need that? What? <laughs> why? Well, we have to show people what we're getting them into. <laughs> we have to show them our style. We have to show them the, what the experience looks like. So please don't try to start selling your sessions and not have any visuals to go with what you're trying to sell. So here's something that you can implement today to get people to model for you. Also, how, um, how are you even going to know if you're even gonna like photographing boudoir if you don't have a portfolio for it yet? You could get into it. Well, I mean, you need a portfolio to start with anyway, but what if you have three, or what if you have maybe 10 shoots booked and you try it one time and then you realize, <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> okay, but where is it for me? Okay, let's just cancel all these shoots. <laughs> Listen, I have worked so effing hard on this. So effing hard on my boudoir business. You've got to test drive the car before you buy it. You get what I'm saying? We've all heard that saying before, right? So let's talk about how to build your portfolio. Number one, follow your why. You have to come into this entrepreneurship first as a creative and a business owner second. I know, we hear the opposite of what I just said to be true all the time. But without your creativity, you are another version of another photographer. We're creative, but we're going to be smart about it. Without your creativity, you have nothing, honey, okay? You as a business owner have nothing without your creativity. It's not sustainable. The cookie cutting, the, oh, I'll just photograph this girl like the last 20 boudoir sessions I just did, it won't cut it. Yes, it's profitable, but eventually the business will chew you up and spit you out. So this is why we need to be connected to our why. Think about it. And girls, write this in your notebook. Why do you wanna be a boudoir photographer? I'm serious, write it down. Why do you wanna be a boudoir photographer? I'll sit here and wait. Just kidding, I'm not gonna wait, but I want you to write this down, seriously. I know we want to uplift and empower people to see and feel differently, but why do you want to do this? Why do you, you want to do this? What connects you to being a boudoir photographer? Don't tell me because it's the most lucrative genre of photography. No, no, no. I don't, no, no, don't tell me that. Think about how it can change your life, your soul, what it can provide for your family. Then when times get tough in your business, you can go back to this page in your journal and get reconnected. Also, why do you, like also in like helping women, helping people, find themselves get reconnected to who they are like come at it from you got to take care of yourself first so and then think about what you can do for other people okay number two we get the point right um <laughs> think about your dream client so what do they look like are you showing enough diversity between ethnicities shapes sizes and ages decide the number of gals that you want to work with for this portfolio building session when I was building my portfolio, I started out with two muses and I called them muses. They're not professional models. And that was sufficient. 
for both of them, they each had five different looks. So that's 10 different looks, 10 different sets. Maybe it was the, some of them were the same, I think, but still, if you have that, great. If not, that's fine too. Do your muse slash models look like what you envision in your head for your ideal client? And let me note here, if your portfolio is full of images of professional models with perfect bodies and faces, that's not going to cut it because people can see right through that crap. All right. In a real boudoir session, your subject isn't running the session. You are. When photographers go to shoot, like shootouts to build portfolios, say you go to the portrait masters, you know, we've some of us have been there, some of us haven't, but they have this area where you can go build your portfolio and they have like, oh my gosh, like 27 different shooting bays is what they call them. And there is like a backdrop. There's a professional model dressed in some like sci-fi outfit. Maybe she has angel wings. Maybe she has, it looks gorgeous. It's gorgeous. So why wouldn't you photograph that? <laughs> So you go to the shooting bay and you, you, you spend your two minutes there and you photograph them and you're really happy with the photos. And then you put them on your website to show the portfolio, like as a part of your portfolio, right? But you didn't pose the model. You didn't have anything, any say and like, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter because you're building your portfolio, but make sure if you're photographing someone at a shootout, make sure that style speaks to you first and then try to emulate that style throughout the rest of your portfolio. Because when I look at photographers' portfolios, I can tell where one, like they may have gone to like WPPI and done a shootout, or maybe they have gone to some other photography conference and have like photographed this same person along with other people's, like they've been, like other photographers have the same model in their same like in the same setup same clothes in their different websites so make sure it's matching with the theme that you are trying to go emulate throughout your entire website in your por entire portfolio <sighs> okay so usually it's the models that were moving around and their flow posing on their own the photographer doesn't have to do any work because the model is already doing the work for them so please 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 don't be a deadhead photographer that's what i'm getting to okay there's not a skill set in that when you go to a shootout my shootouts are going to be different because i'm going to show you what to do with posing and then you're going to emulate it yourself and experiment with different ways to like maybe move their hand around their face maybe have them touch their collarbone you know you can that's where the shootouts versus learning how to pose and building a portfolio are different. Anyway, there's not a skill set in what these shootouts are. It, they just show up, the model is there, she's styled, she knows what to do with posing. But if you're photographing real women, they're not gonna know what to do. So what you can do is get in there, show the model or the muse how to pose and take like just take initiative of the situation get in those poses yourself there's nothing more awkward than being a part of a shoot where the photographer just snaps the whole time saying beautiful gorgeous oh just stop just stop 
Yeah, your images will look great, but they look just like everyone else's. Practice the poses before the session, which is the perfect way to plug my five boudoir poses you must get at your next session. So it's a free guide. And if you do a shootout with me, you're going to get it for free too. Um, I'll link it in the show notes on how to generate more images from those five foundational poses. I also have a course on it as well, but I feel like it'll be more fun when I launch the in-person workshop. So um, I've even included the verbiage on what to say to them when you get like how to get them into that specific pose. But before they do, you're going to show them first. I'll explain more after the break. Number three, know your camera like the back of your hand. Know your settings. By this, I mean ISO, your shutter speed, aperture. This way, when you work with Muses Models clients, you're not fumbling around. A way to practice this is to get outside and photograph what you see. And your photos are your fo <laughs> and are your photos starting to look the way that you envisioned? Number four, make a mood board. This was one of my favorite parts of putting my portfolio together. It was It was getting it out of my head and onto the, a medium. It doesn't matter, you can have it in Canva, uh, you can clip things out of magazines. Look for photos, outfits, colors, even if you shoot in color, poses. Look for hairstyles that inspire you. If it inspires, put it on your board. Then you can share this board with people who are doing the shoot with you. Number five, like I said before, know you're posing. For the love of all that's good and holy, please don't touch your subjects. Do not touch them. If you need to replace a stray hair, ask for consent. That should go without saying. And I feel embarrassed that I have to say this, but please don't freaking touch your people. But when I'm in a shootout with other photographers, I am so appalled with what I see. That's why I'm sharing this with you because this is one of the bad habits in our industry. And we think we can just manhandle people that we're photographing and they're humans. They're not just like, they're not an animal. Even if you're photographing animals, don't be manhandling them. Anyway, like I had mentioned before, practice the poses that you want to do for your shoot the night before. That way you can show, tell, and have your model or your muse execute them accordingly. It will make your shoot go by swiftly instead of standing there wondering what if you're going to do, what you're gonna do with your subject. Even if you don't know, act with confidence. I want you to breathe. I want you to flip through your clipboard of poses and move on. If something isn't working, just don't say that. <laughs> we need our, model, our muses and our models confident. Just move on to a different set, a different pose, or a different look. So what we're gonna do is pick a day for number six. You are the leader of this photo shoot, and your job is to guide your models, muses, and your practice clients, right? In the direction that you want to take them, like telling them the day that you're going to be doing the portfolio shoot. Don't go back and forth, pick one day. And you can say, I'm doing the portfolio billing shoot on Sunday, August 4th at 11 a.m. If they can make it, then it's meant to be. If not, don't worry about it. You can find someone else that will be willing to model for you. 
Okay, number seven. And I'm sorry I'm just like so like direct today. You know what? I'm not going to apologize because this is valuable information and valuable content that I just have a specific standard when it comes to a boudoir photography business. You know, this is like a, this is a very intimate, delicate, these are delicate situations and people are coming to you being fully vulnerable. And there are certain ways that in certain ethics that you have to use to be able to have a thriving boudoir business. And if you don't respect people, you're probably not expect respecting yourself or maybe you don't risk or maybe that's vice versa. Um, anyway, I'm going to quit rambling and I'm going to go on to number seven. Let this portfolio build be known. So get on your Facebook. I don't care if you don't use fa you use Facebook, you don't use Facebook, use Instagram or TikTok, whatever. I have had the most luck with Facebook because I have been on that platform for a very long time. Um, it can be your personal uh, Facebook page. It can be maybe your future account and what you know what I did. I posted both, um, and you can post this. I'm looking for, you're going to insert the number of women that you want to work with for your portfolio building session. So maybe that's like, I'm looking for five women who are interested in modeling for a boudoir portfolio building session. If interested, please send me a DM. We'll be shooting in, you're going to insert the date, August 4th, Sunday, August 4th at 11 a.m. You can also post this with your mood board as long as it's PG-13. So you have your, you tell people what you're doing, you have a call to action and you're going to show them like, this is the inspiration for the session. And how flippin' exciting is that? Okay. Number eight. So you have, at this point they're like, you have your people that are interested and you know what? Sometimes if I'm like, Hey, I'm looking for four women and like maybe eight of them are, you know, they get to the point where they're like, yeah, we're freaking interested. I'll do all eight. I don't care. I want content. <laughs> I want things in my portfolio. So yeah, just freaking do it. Anyway, number eight, tell them what to bring. This is also the most popular question I get asked in my business is what do I wear to my boudoir shoot? <laughs> Depending upon the style of boudoir sessions you want to book, maybe you're drawn to more like white sheet sessions. Maybe you're drawn to more like the all lingerie sessions. Um, Maybe it's a bodysuit or maybe it's tank tops. Maybe it's, you know, a little bit of mix and match in between. You have to be prepared to answer questions that they may have, which is, what do I wear? So if you don't have the answer to that right away, you can just say, you know what? I don't have the answer for you right now, but I can, I'll find out. And when I do, I'll let you know. Have them arrive with their hair and makeup done. So then all you have to worry about is what outfits go with what sets. Number nine, plan your sets. What do you want the background to look like? Do you want an artsy fartsy backdrop or do you want them to um, want them in like a living room type of setting? Get creative and follow what you envision even if you can't find an example of it that's on the internet. That's even better. I would recommend you come up with as many different sets as you um, as you can have, as you have a wardrobe. Did that come out right? <laughs> I would recommend you come up with as many different sets as you have wardrobe. Get the most out of your shoot. Number 10, 
that model release. When you talk to them about the session, share that they must be comfortable showing their images that you get from the session. Tell them that you're using them for your website, blog, social media, and anywhere else you might be sharing, like a Facebook ad or something. If they're uncomfortable with the idea, offer up taking shots of them without their face showing or what you would call an anonymous image. Number 11, if you can't get a model or muse to photograph, you can also do anonymous photos of yourself posing in a boudoir style. This is pretty popular within the boudoir community, by the way. You can take photos where your hair is covering your face. People aren't really going to know that it's you, or maybe they'll be like, oh, this kind of looks like her, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> it will drum up enough enticement that it will work. However, I would encourage doing the outfits laying out on the bed first before you do your self-portrait work because self-portrait work, it can be a lot of time, uh, it can be very time consuming. Um, so I encourage you to do this first. And by that, I mean like if you have like a string of pearls, you have heels, you have like sexy underwear, like you can just lay it on the bed. Lay it on a pretty pair. It doesn't have to be a bed. It can be like a white sheet that's on the floor, but it looks like a bed or maybe like some sheepskin or some kind of faux looking animal fur. Um, so there you have it. Let's recap. Okay, number one, follow your why. Number two, think about your dream client. Number three, know your camera like the back of your freaking hand. Number four, make a mood board. Number five, know your posing. Number six, pick a date. Number seven, let this portfolio build be known. Number eight, tell them what to bring. Number nine, plan your sets. Number 10, your model release. Number 11, if you can't get a model or muse, to photograph. So once you implement these steps, share your favorite images from your portfolio shoot. But make sure they're PG-13 or else Facebook may block it from, it may block you from posting it. Fill out the question in the show notes via Spotify. Why do you want to be a boudoir photographer? And I'll share them in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Boudoir Business Education. If you like what you hear, please rate us wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to share your win of the week, follow the link in the show notes to record your message for a chance to be featured on the podcast. Special thanks to Sarah Wilkie, podcast editor and multimedia artist, Baby Quinn Photography, a black and white boudoir photography studio that helps the modern woman feel more confident in her own power.